0: Hi, this is Lauren from Discovery Church. Thanks for taking time to listen to this week's podcast. We hope that you find value and that is very impactful to your life today. Have a great one. Hey, good morning, Discovery Church. We're in week three of our Make Room series. And if you've missed either week, I encourage you, would you go back and take a uh, listen through our podcast or watch? It is one of the most impactful messages, I think, that's coming at us in 2021. But before we jump into today's talk, I want to recap the past couple weeks. The whole goal of our Christian life is union with God. Remember, we we talked about not beside him, not just around him, but together, grafted together, This is where our strength and our transformation in life comes from. It's like, you know, when we're just beside them, it's really easy just to slip away or when storms come to get pulled away. But when we're grafted together, it's like the root system in in trees. They're wrapped around rocks and wrapped around each other and, and, and God in us and us in God. And that's where our strength comes from. And union is only possible if we make room for Jesus to come and fill up our lives. And he will only fill the room that we make him, or we make for him. How do we make room for God? Last week we said you, we have to start believing again. So many of us have, have lost hope, and we've, we've stopped believing that God actually has more for us. And the thing is, is that God always has more for us, no matter if you're a brand new Christian, a pre-believer, if you have been a Christian for 40 years or longer, God still has more for us you and how do we begin believing again we have to present ourselves daily come to him lay out like empty our lives before him daily you know once a week just on Sundays is not enough anymore but also the let go of things and people in our lives to make space that he could fill we talked about benevolent detachment you know you love yourself so much and the people around you enough to let go of Of what's taking up space that doesn't need to be there. We we uh, talked about saying, "I give everyone and everything to you." A super short saying, but it's in the app. The download the one minute pause app is like, "I give everything and everyone to you." It's so it's so. Lightning in my day when I do that, sit in my truck after, after a long day at work or after a few meetings on, on Zoom, just God, I give everyone and everything to you. In your reflection time last week, did you identify someone or something that you just need to let go? You need to allow forgiveness to come into your life, did you? It's time to make room, family. It's time to get our lives back and allow Jesus into every part of our life. Not just the pretty parts, every part. Every home has a junk drawer, right, where everything is put. It's time to let Jesus into your junk drawer. Today is, I want to talk about fighting back. And I've, I've titled our talk today, Fight It. So as, I've, as we jump in, I want to pray today uh, that we would be willing to take action steps, and in fighting back the noise in our lives. Holy Spirit, come into every room, every living room, every car, every office, wherever we're watching or listening from today, and would we be willing to take steps to fight it? In the name of Jesus, amen. I want to start today off with asking a few questions for us to reflect on. Have you noticed how noisy the world is today? And I don't mean just like decibel, like when you're driving in traffic, it's really loud or you're listening to loud lot of music. I don't mean decibel noise. I mean mental noise. Let me ask an, another couple of questions. How many of you, by the time that you get out of bed in the morning, already have multiple texts, headlines, and notifications waiting for you? How many of you sit down to read the Bible and, you know, try to get close to God and try to make room for him to find yourself distracted at least once with a text, with an alert, with an update, with a headline, with TSN on your phone? How many of you look at your, at, looked at your phones at least once? Since I've started talking, not, okay, sorry. That's probably not fair because many of us are probably watching, uh, watching this time on your devices. But let's, let's flip the page a little bit and say, um, how many people go out for dinner with your spouse or a close friend and you find yourself checking your phone? Or you go to the washroom while you're out for dinner to check your phone so you don't seem rude or disengaged. And if you say, no, no, I, I never do that, ask your close friend or ask your spouse if you actually do it and not even realize you do it. When was the last time you were completely undistracted in your time with God? I can tell you mine. It was just a couple weeks ago that I decided that it was time to put some of the things that I've been learning throughout the last couple months into practice. And I went on my very first silence and solitude retreat for, at, at, it's been at least 10 years. And hopefully that doesn't make you look down on me, or like, I'm supposed to be in you know, silence and solitude and prayer every week. Well, guess what? I'm human as well. But a couple of weeks ago, on a Monday and Tuesday, I went away to a retreat center and I spent 30 hours In silence and solitude, to be quiet, I left my cell phone at home, my computer at home, I took my Bible and a journal, and a couple books, and I got away to be quiet, to listen, to talk to God. And even in my silence and solitude, I was looking out the window, and I found myself getting distracted. I was like, oh, look, there's a snowflake. It's beautiful. I'm like, oh wait, no. I'm supposed to be spending time with God. I wonder when the last time they cleaned these windows. Oh, is that the toilet running? Like literally, we live in a distracted world, don't we? And if we don't begin to fight back, if we don't begin to fight the noise, it's going to continue to clutter our souls and rob our relationship with God. And that's what the devil wants. That's what the devil wants to do. He wants to rob our relationship with God, right? John ten ten says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I'm so thankful for the second part. God doesn't allow us to, to be like, oh no, Satan is coming to steal, kill, and destroy. He doesn't allow us to, to hang on that very long. Then he says, but I have come that you may have life and life to the full. Satan's goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. And one of the biggest ways they steal, stealing, killing, and destroying us is having us distracted and paying attention to all the noise in our world. So how sneaky is it that there's an attention-stealing machine in the palm of our hands... For hours a day. Now, don't hear don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying this is all bad. This is not a series of go throw out your phone and, and don't don't do anything. No, if the Holy Spirit is leading you to like get rid of Instagram and Facebook and all the distractions, then hey, go for it. That's a that's between you and the Holy Spirit. You know, do it, do it, do it. But I'm not saying that this is not useful for anything. But I am saying that it is a device that distracts so many people in our world. And our souls are not made to endure this kind of barrage of input on like literally second by second. You know, 30 years ago, like I've I've said before, 30 years ago, we had to wait for a newspaper or go put a a, a quarter or a dollar into a, a newspaper stand and pull out the newspaper or wait for the evening news, and everyone got the same news. But that's not it anymore. We 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 were. We're getting flooded by news and updates and statuses of friends and what's happening in other parts of the world, minute by minute, second by second, and it's just creating so much noise in our lives. In Jesus' day, people lived their entire lives and never traveled more than 30 miles from home. Many of us travel more than 30 miles from home daily daily. In Jesus' day, news traveled so slow. But they also traveled slow. You can, you know, rewind back to our Slow Down Silly series. And, and Jesus and his disciples probably traveled at about three miles per hour. I was reading the Gospel of John when I was on my silence and solitude retreat. I wanted to read uh, some. Bible scriptures in its entirety, so I looked at the Gospel of John and read it from chapter one all the way through. And I remember thinking, I and mean, we read the Bible often in such a way that it's like One thing to the next to the next is like Jesus turned water into wine. He fed the 5,000. He walked on water. He healed the blind man. And and we read it, and I've read it all in one sitting. and, And we read it in such a way that, oh, it seems like Jesus was going really fast. But we forget to actually notice that there was probably time and space between paragraphs or between stories. He did a miracle. Then he probably walked for a two or three day journey. To the next place. You know what is two scriptures in the Bible, it's probably three days later between them. Our souls were not meant to go at the pace we're going today. Now some of us are doing a really good job at keeping up. But other people, and probably most of us are saying, I think I agree. that The pace that we go at today is not healthy. And if we don't do something about it, we're going to lose the fight of our souls, the fight for our sanity. And some of us, you know, even watching or listening today have already felt like you've lost your sanity. You can't sleep. You're anxious all the time. You can't eat or you're overeating. It's just like my life has gotten out of control. And if we don't fight back against it, against the noise, against the tactics of the enemy, we're going to lose our lives. So today, I want to highlight four ways to stay sane and hear God's voice in the midst of the chaos and noise of our World, because the thing is, the noise is not going anywhere. Life would just get fuller and busier and 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 noisier. But today, I want to pass you the ball. I want to pass you the ball. The ball is in your court to make a play. So here's four ways to stay sane and hear His voice. The first is pray. See, prayer breaks through the noise of the world. In our past series, we unpacked, a, we unpacked prayer a little bit, and I encourage you, you know, go back and re-watch and re-listen to some of these, the, the why and the how and the when to pray. But I made mention of this idea that, or made mention of something that I do when I wake up in the morning. I pray three simple words. good morning. God, and I've chatted to a few people since um, I mentioned that in in our message, and they begin doing the same thing, good morning, God, and they're like, man, it's so crazy how how my day seems to be more peaceful and filled with clarity when I literally welcome God. God into my day. And then I was chatting to somebody else, and I was like, how was your week? Well, I had one really bad day, and we started tracking it back, and I just said, hey, did you wake up and, and say, good morning, God? And he was like, no, I actually didn't. I'm like, and it's not about this, like, this religious duty, but it's this delight to welcome God into our lives every single morning. Good morning, God. Guess what? God will fill the space that we make available to him. And just by saying, good morning, God, we're making space in our lives for him. Jesus prayed in Matthew eleven fifteen. 15. He says, he who has ears, let him hear. And then in Revelations 2, 29, he says, whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Eight different times, Jesus says this. What if we added to our morning routine? We said, good morning, God. And then the very next words that came out of our mouth was, God, today give me ears to hear what you're saying to me. Give me ears to hear what you are saying to the church, the church people, me, you and I. Good morning, God. Today, would you give me ears to hear your voice. Give me ears to hear your voice above all the noise. And welcome them in. A way to stay sane, to hear his voice, is to pray. And I know that's like, again, seems like you know, the Sunday school answer. But it's true. It's biblical. Praying is a way to welcome God into our space. Two, develop a desperation to dive deeper into his word. See, hearing the word of God more often and more consistently is so important to fight back the noise. There's so much noise. And the only way to discern what to listen to is to know his word this is a year 2021 that you've heard pastor shawnally and i talk about it that we want to lead us all to become fully engaged followers of jesus to be to be christians to be christ followers to be jesus's apprentices not just on sundays but every single day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And a part of that is getting in His Word. That's why we've created the soap guide. You know, soap is scripture, observation, application, prayer to create a, a space where we as a church are reading through scripture together. Use, again, the device that we spend so much time on, use it for. Good, download the Bible or the YouVersion app and start a reading plan. I've been reading uh, the one-year Bible along with a few of my friends in, in a Bible reading plan for a Bible in one year. Allow scripture to be the voice that's elevated above the noise. See, we're in the word regularly and consistently When we are in the word regularly and consistently. Our desire for the word becomes stronger. And I've heard it was like, the Bible is boring and I don't get much out of it. And well, it's so hard to read the Bible. I can pick up Harry Potter or the latest book. But it's so hard to read the Bible. Why? Because Satan knows the strength that comes in the Bible. He's going to fight back you wanting to read this. But the more that we're in his word, the stronger it becomes in our lives, and the noise of the world gets quieter. Or wait, no, we're able to hear the voice of the Spirit a whole lot clearer, because Our ears are tuned to the voice of God because we know what scripture says. 1 Peter 2 and 3 says, therefore rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, uh, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies, it says, crave pure spiritual milk. Crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. This might be a little bit, Hard, but I, I, I'll put myself in it as well. We have a lot of Christians that are still babies. Why? Because this is not active in their lives. We'd rather spend hours scrolling through Instagram or reading articles put out by news anchors or the latest blogger. And this is strong in the in the you know in my world too. Let's let's read articles about leadership. But if we don't allow Scripture to infuse every part of our lives, the voices of the world are going to be louder, and the voice of God is going to be really hard to hear. So, an honest question today as we continue Do we desire God's Word more than the news or Instagram? And our time usage might not show that, but I think if you're watching today, most of you would say, Yeah, you know what? I do desire God's word. Help me. Lord, help me. Which leads us to the third way to hear his voice. We need to learn to discern the difference between the voice of God and the voice of the world. The devil is very tricky, and he has lots of tricks. And, you know, over years of the Discovery Church, we have been pulling out tricks of the enemy. Almost every, every message that we talk, there's like, hey, this is a trick of the enemy. Be aware. And one of the best ways to, to fight back against the enemy is to know his tricks. Because when you know his tricks or his, 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 um, his tactics, we're kind of like, oh, we're ready for that. We're on guard. But one of his tactics in this age, is to make God's voice equal with every other voice. And that must go. God's voice has to be elevated and revered above every other voice in our world. And how do we know what God is saying? Again, back to Scripture. We have to allow God's voice and the Holy Spirit's voice to be louder and elevated and revered above every other voice in our world, above your parents, above your teachers, above insert whoever in there, God's voice needs to be higher. This is not just a book. It's a living. Breathing word of God for our lives. Hebrews 4.12 says it like this. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. It penetrates even, the, the, even to dividing souls and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of my heart. The Holy Spirit is speaking to us through Scripture. And he does speak when we listen, when we make room. But from my experience, the voice of the Holy Spirit is not loud. It's a still, small voice. And if we don't quiet ourselves and make room for it, then it's going to be really hard to hear it. Look at Elijah in First Kings 19. He ran away to a cave, and God says, go to the mouth of the cave. And he stands at the mouth of the cave, and there's winds, and there's a fire, and there's an earthquake. And the Bible says that God was not in the earthquake, and the winds, and the fire. But after the fire, this is what it says, Came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he sa- says it pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. God is not going to fight against all the other noise for him to be heard in our lives. I think that's our job that we have to fight it. We have to fight against the noise in our world today. See, scripture says and confirms that the Holy Spirit will never contradict the word. So sometimes we, we're like, is that God? is that God telling me to do that or saying that it's okay or I shouldn't do something? Guess what? If it's against scripture, it's not from the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it might be culture or the other noise or voices that are infiltrating our lives. We hear the voice of God in the direction of the Holy Spirit when we dig into the word. The word becomes a light to our path. Psalms 119 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. Number four, we must learn the disciplines of turning down the voices of the world. And honestly, this will become more natural once we fall in love with God's word and his voice. You know, once we fall in love with God's word and his voice and desire it daily as a as a renewing of our lives and we make room for him to come in, we won't desire the other voices as much. We probably were, were able to get on Facebook or Instagram or, or whatever it may be and look at it and be like, I don't. Like, that's not affecting me. And what would, would once offend us are now kind of like, I know what the Lord says about me. I know what God's voice says about me. And He says that I am loved and I'm made perfect. I don't need to know what a certain news anchor or somebody else says about me because I am secure and I know that the love of the Father that is found in Scripture is permeating my soul. One thing that I've been challenged as i've been preparing and studying for this series so i want to desire and become more desperate for god's word than ever before and i wonder if you would feel the same i want to wake up every day and 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 after saying good morning god help me see the way that you see things I want a desire to spend time with him in scripture because this is how I get to know him and hear his voice and discern, um, discern, discern the other voices. But I get hearing a message like this, you're kind of like, oh man, I can't remember the last time I picked up his word. Yeah, I feel like I would want to desire more, but it's so boring or I can't remember if, if where to start or should I start here. Here's the thing. <laughs> Something we do in our family Often, when our kids wake up, and it just seems to be one of those days where people are frustrated, nothing is going right. We come to a point where we're like, okay, everybody, can we press the restart button? And we'll go to a light switch and we'll push the light switch and we'll pretend that that's a restart on our day. And often that restart actually works. And we start being nicer and we're just kind of like, we leave the past in the past and we say, okay, you know what? We all woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Let's restart. This is what I would like to invite you into today. Could we press a restart on getting into God's scripture don't worry about what we didn't do in the past don't feel that you you know you haven't read the bible in five weeks or five years or however long could we press restart and say okay tomorrow's going to be different today's going to be different because we have to remember that there is a fight going on that's trying to prevent us from actually getting to know God and love his word this is not an ordinary book it's alive and breathing is what we do spiritual warfare with We have to remember that in this fight so we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies we're fighting against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world Against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in heavenly places, as it says in Ephesians 6:12. this fight is not just about getting you to read scripture, It's about getting, getting us to a place where we believe what God says about us and we get to hear His voice above all the noise. So here's our challenge as we close. So what will we do it with it? the the noise of the world is not going anywhere. It's not going to stop. It's just going to get louder and louder. We can either succumb to it or we can fight it. The thing is, we're not in this fight alone. I want to fight it. That's why I'm trying to implement silence and solitude. That's why I've encouraged us to download the app and put the one-minute pauses into our day. Get out in nature. Go for walks. Don't just scroll on your phone and and watch TV all day long. The only way to live a full life, the Bible says, I've come that you may have life and life to the full. The only way to live full lives is to allow the Holy Spirit and God, which we find in the Bible, to take up residency in our lives, to make room to allow him even into our junk drawer. So I want to pray today. a Prayer of dedication. That we would desire God's word. That in 2021, as we continue to work through this pandemic, would we desire his word in our lives? Heavenly Father, today, I think many of us would probably say that we don't spend enough time in Scripture. We don't spend enough time getting to know your voice and what you say. God, we're pressing the switch today. We're saying, I'm restarting. God, would you grow a desire and a longing and a deepening for Scripture, for your word? God, as we begin reading, would you come alive in our spirits? as we make room for you, would you give us the longing to be close to you? In the name of Jesus, amen. So here's a couple action items. If you are starting over today, maybe download the soap guide. We'll drop a link in the comment section to our soap guide. Read along with the rest of Discovery Church as we, you know, pick out one chapter a day and look at scripture, observation, application, and we pray about it. Download version. Start a reading plan. Read the Bible in one year. There's tons of reading plans in YouVersion to do that. Find a version that you like. And this is one people are like, well... There's so many things, like every Bible is different. Well, what's happening is there's lots of versions of the Bible that are written from a different uh, point of of view or easier words. Here's a couple of my favorite translations that I enjoy reading and I find is a little bit easier because I'm not a great reader. I'm getting better because I'm reading more. But here's three of my favorite translations. There's a translation called God's Word Translation. Love that one. NLT, which is New Living Translation, and the NIV, New International Version. Those are three of my favorites. Find a version that works really well for you. Today, maybe you're watching, listening, and you're like, man, I do want that peace that we talked about. I do want to hear God's voice and direction over the noise of the world. And for some of you, the first step to hearing god's voice first to make a decision to follow him today at any point you're like man i want to make a decision to follow jesus welcome to the family we're so proud of you would you click the link in the comment section and let somebody know witness tell tell somebody about it we would love to know your name and be praying for you have an amazing day and get outside and enjoy the sunshine it's shining wherever you are